0: You're listening to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Vasai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud. It is Thursday, February 24th, 2022, and somewhere in the world, there's a war going on again. Uh, I'm in my late 40s, and I kind of look at the world now in a manner of almost in a parental way. Like, you know, we've done this already. Like, you can only tell your kid to put on his shoes and hurry the hell up so many times before you're just like, you know what, just. Uh. And then by the time you're fed up with it, they're 18. And then you wish you'd be like, hey, I had a, wish I had a kid here to tell him to put on his shoes. Where's my coffee? Oh, man, that's good. Good stuff. Green Mountain Caramel Vanilla Cream, Keurig Cups with a little bit of collagen peptides. Did I say that right? Peptides, peptides, and uh, some sweet cream. No carbs in any of that stuff. I think there's like one carb in the in the collagen. Yeah, mix that all up and you got yourself a nice little healthy first meal of the day and it's uh, in a cup. Mmm. Oh, yeah, that's really good. That's like really good coffee. That's better than anything you'll get at Starbucks right now. And pay out the ass for it at Starbucks. But, yeah, Russia is um, attacking the Ukraine. I have friends in both of those countries. I mean, not close friends, obviously, because they're on the other side of the planet. But um, I have friends nonetheless, people I do talk to on on a frequent basis. I've always wanted to go to Ukraine. I've always wanted to go to Russia. And it says, this war thing, how lame is it? In 2022, it's just lame. In the 70s, okay, let's go back. Like, World War One was in the, what, the 20s? Okay, war was, like, something to do. It was, like, the hot topic. You could rally your entire nation around a war. You can put everybody to work, whether in the service or, you know, making bombs and bullets and tanks and stuff. It was a national pride thing. We're going to win. And looking back on that, 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 that's lame, but that's all you had. You didn't have the internet. You didn't have social media. You didn't have. Uh, cell phones, you didn't have, you know, an Xbox in every room, you didn't have 5000 channels of television to watch, you didn't have satellite radio, you didn't have stuff to do. So what did you do? Same thing you've done from the history of man, and I will say man, uh, women don't go to war, they just bitch at each other (laughs) and tear your soul apart. Oh, but like literally, that's all you had to do. And then you fast forward to, you know, World War II and all the conflicts in between. I mean, dating back to the first time a caveman hit another caveman over the head with a club, it's that's all you had to do. World War II, it was the big thing. It was on the tip of everyone's tongue, the forefront of everyone's thoughts. And there was a danger to it back then. And I mean, there still is but not really. I mean, there's not going to be a nuclear war between Russia and the United States. Even if the United States attacked Russia in the Ukraine and helped defend the Ukraine, they're not going to destroy the world. What's the point of that? To prove a point, you destroy everything. No, it's not going to happen. And if it does, um, nobody'd be more shocked than I am because it's, that's just the stupidest thing possible. I don't like you. I don't like you. Okay. Let's destroy everything. That's, we fell for that in the 80s. I don't and and before that as well. I don't think that's going to happen. Um but who am I? Who knows? Maybe there's like this rich Illuminati type group and they're just wanting to get rid of all of us. Up oh, the the pandemic didn't work, so let's uh I don't know, we'll blow the shit out of each other and then we'll all go on our nice little barge and wait until the fallout clears and then we'll have the planet to ourselves. It's going to be so great. Man, I wish I was rich enough and popular enough and infamously um In that high elite class enough To be on that barge With all the other people I wouldn't like them very much But I think I have a place I entertain I mean I can talk for a living I can put on a side TV For the the elite It'll be fine Mm. Oh that was a hard swallow Did you hear that? It's always a good day When you wake up in the morning And hear a nice hard swallow Yeah Of coffee of course What What are you thinking? What are you talking about? You pervert Oh so um yeah, watching the news, which means I'm basically catching YouTube clips from news around the world because I'm not watching CNN. I'm definitely not watching Fox or OAN or MSNBC or whatever the hell, um, because that's all bullshit entertainment news. It, that's what it is. You know, it's it's bullshit. Uh, you have somebody with an agenda who owns those news networks and. It's not a coincidence that all the local affiliates say the exact same word script because they're owned by Fox because they're owned by NBC and the same person who owns those news stations provide content for all the local affiliates. How many times have you seen like a collage of, from around the country The same word track, exactly word for freaking word. John Oliver on HBO calls people out on that, and it's wonderful. But how lame is it? Lame. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat or a Libertarian or independent like me. We all have to agree that it's 2022 and war, whether you're in the United States or a third world, fourth world country, whatever, War is lame. And if you support this or any war, you are lame. You're borderline stupid. Now I'm trying, I've been trying to find a reason for the attack outside of Putin has a small penis and, uh, everyone around him probably has very small Russian penises. And, um, They don't, they just, uh, I want it. I want want Ukraine. It's part of our history. It's part of our culture and all this stuff. Actually, Ukraine has been around longer than like the main parts of Russia. I don't know if you know this or not, but it's very true. Um, Their history dates back. I mean, it wasn't called Ukraine. I don't believe it was probably, and Russia wasn't called Russia. So, but it's, you know, Ukraine used to be a part of Russia. They broke free during the, the big breakup of Russia when it became um, it wasn't the USSR anymore. It was uh, there. Were, I, I don't know. I don't follow Russian history, so I probably shouldn't talk about it, but I'm going to. So Russia thinks that they rightfully own Ukraine. They're doing some false flag stuff right now where they're saying "Oh, there's separatist colonies that want to be part of Russia that are stuck in the Ukraine and we're going to liberate them. It's a peacekeeping mission. There's never a peacekeeping mission, and this goes for everything the United States did over the last 30 years as well. If you're dropping bombs and throwing bullets at people, that's not a peacekeeping mission, okay? It's called an act of war. If I'm walking down the street and somebody shoots at me, that is an act of war. Call it war, call it terrorism, call it just a fist fight, whatever you want to call it, it's still a conflict. It's just sad. It's sad that I have to watch the news and see explosions going around. Because you know what? When you see these city landscapes that they're showing explosions off in the distance, I don't think about the bombs and, oh, that's really cool. Wow, this is going to be great. Well, wow, I'm going to watch the news for a year straight and see all the death and destruction. It's going to be great. Now, I, don't, I don't think like that because I'm not stupid I was stupid, like in the first Gulf War and Desert Storm or whatever it was. Yeah, I loved watching the news. I'd watch it 24-7. See all that cool explosions and death and fire and, and conflict and war. And... But then you grow up. You grow up. You start thinking about the humanity behind all of that. You start thinking about the family that's in a place just like I live that has a job that they just would like to wake up and go to, not have to worry about air raids and sirens and, and, and a, a pending doom from a freaking invading army. I have friends in the television business in the Ukraine, and first of all, let me be a complete pig and just say some of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life live in Ukraine and Russia. That whole Baltic state area is just packed full of Brandon's type of women. I mean, just, Oh, unbelievable. And, um, you know, besides that fact, besides me objectifying, you know, the women over there, sorry, I'm not sorry, but um, I'm a man, I'm a caveman, whatever it happens. I mean, cancel me if you want to. Um, I have, I have just friends over there that are doing the same thing I'm doing. They go places, they point cameras at things. They tell stories, they film TV shows. They just want to make a living. They have kids. And now, I, I can. You, we can't imagine this. I mean, if you're in the United States, we can't imagine this. None of us were here during the Civil War. <sighs> yeah, And that's really the last time we had any kind of scary uh invading like force that's within reach canada's not attacking us mexico's not attacking us um and now our military budget is 15 times the combined budgets of russia china and everybody behind it like in the top five it's sad and but it's comfortable isn't it (laughs) it's yeah i mean we still have you know Parents that can't take care of their autistic kids. We still got, uh, you know, heart disease is the number one cause of death. We still got homelessness for people that don't want to be homeless. A lot of people do. Um, we still got all these issues, and but we have unlimited food and unlimited security in this company, in this company, in this country. So we can't imagine what it's like to be surrounded on all sides by a huge Russian army when you have a very not huge. Defending Ukrainian army. And you're just sitting in a place like I am. Maybe there's a person over there right now doing a podcast. Drinking coffee. Hoping that people will listen. Same mindset as me. What are you doing right now? Whatever you're doing right now. Whether it's listening to me or you're at work. Or you're in a car listening to this. Whatever. Ah oh, yeah. Imagine not thousands, millions of people in Ukraine. I think there's Alexa, how many people live in Ukraine? She's ignoring me. Alexa, how many people live in Ukraine? In 2020 The population of Ukraine was 43.7 million, 43.7 million rounded up to 44 million, 44 million people live in Ukraine and every single one of them right now is on edge. They're doing the same thing that you're doing. Maybe they're laying in bed, just listening to somebody's podcast Uh, Maybe they're at work. Like I said, they're doing whatever you are currently doing. They have the same size family that you have. There's 44 million people over there, okay? There's somebody just like us, okay, doing the same thing that we're doing. But they have this dark cloud over them. Metaphorically and uh, realistically, (laughs) they, they probably have a dark smoke cloud, at least within view. And they're worrying about... Is the next bomb going to land on my house? Will a jet get shot down and crash into, you know, someone I love's place? These are, it's just the utmost in fear. Okay, what if Russia does take over? We survive. Then what? We're Russian now? We have to deal with that? Everything changes? My whole life changes? How will it affect everything? Here's the thing. Russia's not... I mean, if you're gay or a minority, yeah, it's probably awful. Uh, But it's not like, you know, (laughs) uh, like it used to be. It's just, uh, I have wonderful friends in Moscow that have wonderful lives. They love it there. I was talking to a girl named Anna that, my God, like (laughs) beautiful, like insanely beautiful We would talk. She speaks wonderful English, and uh, like through this uh, WhatsApp or whatever it is, she would send voice messages back and forth. And this is only last year. Uh, We stopped talking because um, I think she met somebody. I I don't know. You know how it is. You talk, you're in love one day, and then the next day it's like, oh, I completely forgot about her. And I did until you know all this stuff happened. And here's the thing: the people of Russia are just the same as they are here. There's a great population of amazing, wonderful, hardworking, talented people that have amazing character, amazing act. They do amazing things and actions and uh, they have all the skills in the world and they're perfect. Just like the United States, we have a wonderful population. I'll say percentage of the population, a good demographic of like people. And then we have our assholes, you know, we have our, our rednecks and our ghetto types and our freaking, uh, Jeez, man, I I hate everybody, so I (laughs) could pretty—I hate loud, fanatical, radical people. I'll just say that, and I'm sure they have them in Russia as well. I'm sure they have them in Ukraine as well. No population is good. No population is bad. It's all a billion shades of gray, and one day you could be one shade of gray, and the next day you're a darker shade of gray, so— Judging a population by their government though is really stupid. Like the people in Saudi Arabia, you could judge them all you want, but they're wonderful people, just like us. But their government may suck. Iran, I mean you name it, North Korea. I'm sure if those people had a little bit of uh, you know, freedom or whatever, they'd be wonderful people and we'd get to know them and we'd love to put a freaking Wendy's in their freaking capital square or whatever it is. Let them live. But you can't judge the people by the government, even if you're at war with them. There are soldiers right now on the Russian army that are entering the Ukraine that could be wonderful people that you could be best friends with for the rest of your life. You'll never know. They're just following orders. I was in the army for a long time, many years. And you know what? I followed orders. If they sent me into war, guess what I would have done? Kill people. And then regretted it later. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to get to a point that... Hang on. Coffee time. A. War is lame in this day and age. There's no use for it. There's no use for it. There's no reason... I mean, there's no good reason. There's no positive, humane reason to storm into a country... Or shoot them from afar and kill people and destroy property. There's just no reason for it. If you can't do it diplomatically in 2022, then you've lost. That's, I mean, it's like, let me get completely naughty here for a second, okay? If you can't make a, a, a female or male orgasm with your mouth, <laughs> then you have to resort to using your genitalia. Uh, yeah, that's a terrible metaphor. Why would I even say that? I was I'm in a mood today. I don't know why. I just I had dreams last night and they were good dreams. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, Brandon, you're a freaking idiot. Anyway, um, war is lame and uh, don't judge the population by the actions of their government. Just don't. And and, and mainly, don't care. I know that sounds rude. I have to care. I have to care. I have to voice my opinions and tell everyone on my social media soapbox that I have to care. This is what I think. Me. That's what most of you guys do nowadays. And I do it as well. I'm doing it right now. Uh, But don't care. Seriously. like We have that ability and a lot of people don't use it. A lot of people go the opposite way. They care too much. Personally. I don't care about most people's struggles, most people's journey, most people's successes and failures. You can't care about everyone else's. Otherwise, you'll have no time for your own. I care about my little circle of friends and family. I care about my personal endeavors and those attached to them. And that's it. That's a big that's a huge freaking circle of people right there. That's a huge life raft that I have to row constantly to keep afloat. I don't care about the people like a couple years ago, the ones that are fighting and shooting in the streets. I don't care. You're all stupid. I don't care about the people at all and the reason why they felt justified to raid the Capitol. I don't care about any of you. You're stupid. Okay. All you are is a segment on the news that will fizzle away like a bad fart within a month. That is it. Yeah, we'll still talk about it here and there, but there's other stuff to talk about now. That's why I got away from the news. All these 24-hour entertainment news networks, it's not the freaking news. You want to watch the news, get on YouTube, look back to the 1950s and 60s and watch Walter Cronkite. That was the freaking news. That was a guy just saying, hey, this is what's happening. Did he put his personal uh, influence on it? No. Did he read somebody else's agenda? No. Did they have a roundtable discussion about it? Very rarely. It was, here's the news, I'm Walter Cronkite, bye. Then he would smoke while he was doing it all, which is disgusting, but back then that's just what you did. So I'm hoping, and I know I'm wrong, but I'm hoping the worst of this is over. Okay, you got your little uh, annexes, your colonies that, quote, wanted to uh, be a part of Russia again, end quote, Whether that's true or not, who knows? Fine, you got a couple pieces of Ukraine. Enjoy your pieces. Leave the rest of the country alone. That would be the best case scenario. Do I think that's what's going to happen? No, (laughs) no. I think it's going to escalate, and it's going to be a bloody Russia-Afghanistan-style thing, and Ukraine's not going to go down without a fight. They have 42 million people there. Let's say a third of them are able to fight. Okay, you're coming into their house. If someone breaks into my front door, I'm going to shoot you in the head with a hollow point bullet and you will never be recognized again. Trust me. That's me defending my home, my little home here. That is if you're not invited. I mean, people come over all the time and I don't shoot them. But if you come in here with ill intentions, you're dead. Now, walk into 42 million homes or people, their homes, and say, this is my country now. (laughs) They're going to kill you. It's just how it is. I mean, okay, I got to sneeze. There it is. I'm not going to edit it out. I'm not going to hit the mute button. None of that stuff. You are going, this is the Brandon Bishop podcast. And you know what? Sometimes Brandon Bishop sneezes. There it is. (sighs) 42 million people. Let's say a third of them are able to fight. So you're, you're taking away all the elderly. You're taking away the children under, I don't know, 18, which I'm sure there's a couple of 14-year-olds over there that could shoot a gun. I know my kid can shoot a gun. If he has to, if he has to defend himself and his family, he will. So, Alexa, what's one-third of $42 million? Fourteen million million people over there that are being encouraged to hold on to weapons and point them at the doors and out the windows. That is what the Ukraine has on their side. Their military fails to compare, even though they have all these uh, gifts from the United States, such as rocket launchers and anti-tank missiles and anti-aircraft missiles and all these different things. They have tons and they have billions of dollars of our weapons over there. I say R like I had any part of it, but I live here, so it's ours. I I guess we did pay for it. So they have millions and billions of dollars of just kaboom boom over there. Couple that with, I think they have a 250,000 person army to include reserves, I do believe. And then you have on top of that, 14 million, let's just say 10 million. Civilians with guns that are being encouraged to stand their ground by their president and their government, if I was a Russian soldier, I'm not looking forward to stepping foot into any of these towns. They're going to have to do long range they're going to have air superiority. they probably already do, but I don't want to be the guy driving a tank into these into these places because the tank can only shoot in one direction at one, one shell at a time. You know what I'm saying. Yes, they have ballistic missiles that they can I mean it's it's crazy the stuff that they have now and the technology on both ends. This is if, if Russia wants to do a full on attack with boots to ground in all these major cities, Kiev and all these major cities into Ukraine, it is going to be a bloodbath. It is going to be sad that these Russian troops are going to die. It'll be sad that these Ukrainian troops are going to die. All of the civilians that get caught in the middle that are going to die. It is going to be the most sad thing that we've ever had. I mean, honestly, since COVID and I know COVID's still going on, but when we look back at this decade from 2020 to 2030, we're going to look back at this stuff and be like, Oh yeah, there was COVID that was awful. And then there was this war. Now Ukraine could just say, all right, president's dead or quit or surrendered. So we're just going to throw our hands up and we're Russian now. That's probably what would happen if this thing escalates to the point where it's looking like it's going to escalate. But if Ukraine and all the civilians decide to defend their ground, defend their their country, defend themselves, their families, their businesses, their property, this could be so freaking ugly. This could be one of the most brutal wars planets ever had. And why should we worry about this? Well, I already explained to the fact that you shouldn't care about these people's journeys. You should feel sorry for them. You should definitely feel sympathy. Um, throw your little worthless thoughts and prayers all you want. But the reason that we should worry is that Ukraine is an ally of the United States. And Russia was there too for a minute, I think. Wasn't it? were not like Gorbachev days or whatever? Oh. But if we decide, if Biden decides to uh, put our troops on the ground and then we're directly fighting Russian forces in the Ukraine, who knows where that can go? Do I think that will happen again? No. Do I think there'll be a full scale nuclear war? No. We have the capability of destroying this planet several times over, but I don't think that's going to happen because who wins? There's no winning. There's no winning anyway. As soon as bullets start flying and bombs are being dropped, there's no winners. Because if you're the one dropping the bomb, you're a freaking loser. You are. You're just a loser. And that goes for the United States and whatever little hidden shit they're doing and all the stuff in the, the Gulf and I, you know, the Iraq. and We're losers for doing that. Ira- Iraq had nothing to do with 9-11 and we destroyed their country. Why? Afghanistan, nothing to do with 9-11, and we destroyed their country. Why? It makes no sense. So here's a little story for you. I was in the army, and right before I got out, they took us into the the church there on Fort Sill. I've, I've told this story before and they shut all the windows. I was like, "Okay, this is weird." And we're in a church, and one of the few times I've ever been inside of a church. And um they pulled down all the shades and they blacked the whole place was blacked out. And at first, they did this little like uh award thing. I don't even know what it was. I remember they showed a picture of my band up there like all the cool stuff that's going on in our like they made us happy first, you know. Like, "Okay, this is this is fun stuff." And keep in mind this is I got out of the army 18 days before nine eleven, Think about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, when I was out, I kept waiting for them to call me back. Like, okay, am I going to get like a stop loss type deal here? Are they going to call me back? They never did. Or they couldn't get a hold of me. One of the two, who knows, whatever. So I'm in this dark church. The projector goes off. And then they turn the projector back on. And they start going over why... We are going to attack Afghanistan 18 days before 9-11. Keep in mind. Think about that. We're going over battle plans. We're going over uh, uh, their defense capabilities. They're going over the history of Afghanistan and battle. They're going over where we would pull our M270 MLRS uh, launchers, wh- where our targets would be. We're going over all of this stuff. And I, look, I remember looking around and everyone was just like, why are we attacking Afghanistan? And they were talking about the brutality. I heard about the Taliban and all that stuff way before you did. Not way before, but you know, a few months. So, yeah, um, we were ready to attack Afghanistan. Thankfully, I got out like a month later or however long later it was. And then on September 11th, 2001, we all know what happened. And then after that, we all know what happened. And you know what? The main thing that happened is that uh, nobody really talks about is the fact that during that time, they built the pipeline, the oil pipeline. Of course, oil rules everything across that country, which the Taliban would not let happen beforehand before we bombed the shit out of them and put them back in the Stone Age, which they weren't far from to begin with. So, yeah, there's... (laughs) That's why I watch this Ukraine Russia thing, and I'm like, "What? Well, okay, what? What is really going on here? What's the end game? What are the news telling us that they want us to believe? How are they brainwashing us? And where's the money going?" I'm not a conspiracy guy anymore. I was absolutely. I used to love that stuff: JFK, moon landing, nine eleven, all of it. But not anymore, because I don't care. <laughs> I'm going back to that. It's interesting. I busted my load on all that stuff. And now I don't care about it because I'm never going to know the answers. Neither are you. You're only going to know what they tell us. None of us are going to live to be a thousand years old and read a text about like, like we can read Operation Northwoods right now, you know, in the sixties, Operation Northwoods. This is not a conspiracy theory. This actually happened. The United States was going to attack its own cities and say that Cuba did it. Killing our own people, destroying our own places, blaming it on Cuba so we could go to war as a false flag and whatever and attack Cuba. This is not fake stuff. This really happened. Thankfully, John F. Kennedy, you know, took a minute from cheat- cheating on his wife and and nayed the whole thing and said, are you stupid? But these were this is a plan that was drawn up by our military, by our government. You don't think they could do it now? Look up the sinking of the Luthatain, Luth- Luther. T- which basically started a war there's been so many look what we did to Japan before they attacked with sanctions and all the different trade restrictions and everything that was going on research these are not conspiracy theories they're not these things happened so I'm trying to find out what's happening now what is the main thing what is the United States which we basically rule the world what are we going to get out of this national pride do we need a war right now is our war machine getting you know a little backed up you got to give a little hand job once in a while to release some pressure right what are we doing the freaking hell are we doing war in 2022 lame there's no reason for it so again um I wish all the luck in the world to everyone who is directly involved. I wish all the luck in the world to uh, everyone who's here watching from abroad and hoping it doesn't escalate into our shores. What if China invades uh, Taiwan? We are obligated to defend them militarily. We could be at war with China over Taiwan. We could be at war with Russia over over the Ukraine. I mean, as long as nukes don't get dropped, the United States would destroy everybody, even on two fronts like that, because we just have this incredible military budget. But then again, you can't fight a war by throwing quarters and dollars at them. You you, you can't. I worry about our military right now. I'm sure there's some tough sons of bitches in there. That could handle, you know, a Vietnam style conflict or another world of war. But when I was in the army in the nineties, all the way until the two thousands, it, I felt it getting weaker. Does that make sense? There wasn't as much discipline. There wasn't as much hardcore military guys. And now from what I've heard 20 years later, It's basically ballet class. It's, you know, there's no yelling. You can't take a soldier out behind the freaking barracks and beat the shit out of them. Uh, That still existed when I was in. And the yelling and the the physical and the mental demeaning and all that stuff was very, very prevalent and very real. And you know what? It kept us in line. It's like having a principal in a school with a paddle in his hand. None of us wanted to get paddled. We were afraid of that. So we did right. People that say, you know, and I know, I don't beat my kid. I don't. And if somebody else did in a school, I'd go to that school and beat their ass. I know that I would. But I think I'm wrong on that. I do. I think maybe if I slap my kid around once in a while, maybe I'll get his shit straight. Fear is a powerful tool, man. Fear is just, you could take all the bullets and bombs you want, but fear... Ooh, yeah. Fear will cripple you. But it'll also motivate you to not bump into the outcome that you're afraid of. Fear now is losing your job. Wife's cheating on you. You know, that's just fear. These are the things that I don't care about because I work for myself and I'm single. So I have no fear. <laughs> I really have no fear. I don't. I am not afraid of anything. I'm afraid of inconvenience. My van breaks down, my you know, my my kidneys go bad or something. These are inconveniences. These are not, you know, a bomb being dropped on my house. I feel bad for everybody in Ukraine. I feel bad for the soldiers invading Ukraine. It's not them, it's their government. I have a fear. What do I fear? I don't fear spiders. I just hate them. Like, I don't look at a spider and go, God, I'm so afraid of them. No, I don't. I'm not, I'll step on a son of a bitch. I'm not afraid of spiders at all. I will kill them with my fist. I will punch a spider in the face. But I hate them. <laughs> it's because they're just creepy and they're like, oh, God damn, you asshole. That's what I say whenever I see a spider, like, oh, you so you could just be sitting on the wall, like, oh, I don't even know how I got here. Sorry, I'm just going to, you know, find me a nice little bug to eat and get out of your face. And I'm just like, I hate you. I hate you for being here. I have a lot of hate. <laughs> I really do. I've been working on it. Uh, most of it's directed towards other humans, especially on, when I'm driving, which I drive a lot. So, oh, I hate anybody who's a coward, weak ass bitch enough to pull a trigger when they don't have to. Sure. We had shootings back in my day in the eighties and nineties, but, um, for the most part, I remember after school, there'd always be fights and I was in them a lot. Won some, lost some. They were never very long, but nobody whipped out a gun. Nobody had a knife in their hand. Um, It just didn't happen. So, what has changed? Well, the accessibility of having a gun, that's one thing. And humans are weak, especially Americans. We're weak. You could be a bodybuilder. I don't care. I'm not talking about physical strength. I'm talking about mental strength. You're weak if you need a gun. You're weak if you hide behind a keyboard and just insult people for a good time. You're weak. You are your pussy and I'm calling you out. I am because I'm still the guy that'll go behind my office building right here and beat your ass or maybe I'll get my ass beat, but you know what? I'll do it with these little hands right here, clenched into nice hard fists. And that's just how I, I still mentally want to handle things. I was arrested five years ago because I was at a target in Castle Rock Was it Castle Rock? Yeah, Castle Rock, Colorado. And I saw a guy and his wife. I heard them four aisles over. And I was, uh, I remember I was looking at uh, some clothes for my kid. And I uh, just heard them yelling at each other. And it was half in Spanish and half in, you know, words that I can understand. And I had a little kid in a cart, a little red cart, you know, a little kid, cute kid. Mexican couple, not that that matters, but I'm just trying to give you a visual image here, and he's a fat dude, big fat dude, kind of like a barrel-trusted, like, 1970s pro wrestler-looking guy, but fat, bad facial hair, just a douchebag. His wife was, you know, just his wife, she was crying, and they're in the middle of Target, and the first thing I start doing is laughing. I'm like, oh, God, thank God I'm not in a relationship like this. Oh, this is gross. And then how many people have heard, not in movies, but how many people have heard a woman get slapped and the screech that they, they un, like, I can't believe you just hit me, screech, cry that they let out. that ah Like, I heard that. And at this point, I want to see them because they're yelling very loudly. And (laughs) I'm getting to a point here. So apparently he slapped her. I come around the, the corner. She's taking off with the kid and like down an aisle, like down a food aisle at this point, holding her face looking back, saying things that I imagine aren't very favorable in Mexican or Spanish, sorry. And um, she's trying to get away. He's pulling at the back of her shirt. It's, like, stretched out. I I thought her shirt was going to rip. That's how stretched it was. And she's, like, batting away at his hand. And this is a full-on domestic abuse going on in the middle of freaking Target in Castle Rock, Colorado. I couldn't believe it. So, and... What do I do? What are you supposed to do? Just look the other way and walk away? I thought about it. I, that's probably what I should have done. Absolutely. freaking So, but I didn't, of course, because uh, ultimately, as you already know, I ended up in jail this day. So, um, I'm a. Uh, I go down. They're they're walking fast. They go to like two. I go down to the next aisle. They've already passed that aisle. I just want to find out what's happening. And then um, I see the cart roll out into the main aisle, like from an aisle with the kid in it. And the cart's just rolling by itself, not fast, just slowly. I'm like, okay. So I look down there and he's got her locked up in like a little arm bar with his hand around her collar, just not choking her, but like twisting the shirt type of thing. Just like devil demon look in his eyes. And she is just... Like, lose, and there's other people around looking. I saw one person with his phone out. I'm just like, I wanted to punch that guy in the face. Like, dude, put your phone away, idiot. And that's what I told him. So, put your phone away, you dumbass. This doesn't involve you, which I should have heeded my own advice. I didn't have my phone out, but it didn't involve me. Like, eventually, cops would come, of course. Eventually, um, you know, store people would get involved or something's had to happen, but it didn't. And this is still going on. And this guy, meanwhile, starts, you know, his attention's not on his wife anymore, or if that was his wife. And he's like starting to look at the other people. Like, and I think I'm the one that triggered him to do that. When I said, put your phone down, stupid. Then he starts looking around to see who has the phone out. And he starts like, you know, yelling at other people and yelling at other people. And, uh, the, the mom, I'll just call her the mom, goes back to the cart with the kid and literally is right freaking next to me. So she brushes by me, actually hits me at the cart a little bit, like trying to get away, can't blame her for that. That's the least of her problems. He comes boiling afterwards, shoves me out of the freaking way, to which I just reach my arm out, my right arm, hook it around his neck, lock it with my left, take him down, and choke him out. He had, he wasn't expecting it, so he had no defense for it. He could not get out of this if he was the strongest person on the earth. Not because I'm a badass, but just because I know how to lock in a (sighs) chokehold. So I remember I bruised the hell out of my elbow when we went to the ground. And I was like, oh shit, I think I just broke my freaking arm choking this dumb fat bastard out. (sighs) I didn't, but it was bruised pretty bad. It sucked for about two weeks. And I'm just holding on for dear life. I remember I was trying to hook his leg so he couldn't sit out with my leg, but he didn't know anything about anything. He was a shitty fighter and he just kind of laid there and I just put my left arm, hooked it behind my neck and just squeezed until he went out. And guess who shows up at that point? The store people, wow, that only took you 15 minutes to calm down the situation. But now they didn't see any of the arguments. They didn't see him slap her, which I didn't see it either, but you could hear it. They only saw me beating the crap out of a fat dude. So he's out. He's done. He's snoring. It was actually quite funny. I believe, you know, like a lot of fat people, he had sleep apnea, at least he did on this day. I assessed the situation I only came in for some clothes, which I did not even, I was, I was there for two minutes before this happened and I just leave. I hop in my car and I'm like ignoring the target patrol, uh, the so-called security, whatever they are, these assholes, you know, they have cameras. They know they saw all of this stuff. They saw the crowd gathering around of looky loos, myself included. And I'm just, I just got out of there and I got into my car and I hit I-25 down to, you know, get get back. I had to pick up my kid that day. So I'm like, just get get out of here. Go. And Because I know they called the cops. I've heard 50 people say, call the cops, call the cops. You know, and this is Jerry Springer, world star hip hop bullshit drama. Which, by the way, if you share any of that stuff, you're an idiot. If you like any of that stuff, you're an idiot. If you're addicted to watching it, you're an idiot. You're stupid. Quit it. So anyways, I uh, hightail it down a freeway. And once you get on the road and you're in your car, you start feeling a little relieved. Like, oh, thank God, that's over. And I see a highway patrol on the side of the road. (laughs) And I start thinking, like, wouldn't it be a bitch if he got the call and he's looking for me? Because the target people did come out to the parking lot after I left. I saw them standing out front. So apparently they gave them a full description of me. And sure enough, as soon as I passed that car, woo, pulled me over. On top of everything, that's the day I found out my license was suspended, which I had no idea. I went through a period where I was really broke and uh, I didn't get have a chance to pay for this thing that I've been ripped off for for, let's say, almost 18 years now. I'll explain that on another podcast. And uh, when you don't pay this thing, they take away your license. They don't tell you at all. They don't send you a letter or an email or a phone call. Yeah. So I spent a better part of a day in jail. Uh, All the stuff for the uh, fight at Target was dropped. And thankfully, but it took months for that to happen, of course. Uh, No charges were put up against me. And... But the, the other stuff, I wouldn't have been pulled over because i drive no more than five over the speed limit. You know, I, I, I'm a safest driver in the world. I hate shitty drivers. If you drive more than 10 over the speed limit, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. There's no, there's no argument. Oh, well, I'm in the fast lane. No, you're in the fast lane. The speed limit's 75. That means you're supposed to do 75. You can get away with 80, 86, 87. That's about it. Even when I accidentally speed and we all do it, I go, damn, god damn, I need to slow down on them. I'm a freaking asshole. Knock it off people. You're killing people and you're not that important. What you have to do is not that important, but that's another story. So yeah, they take me in. I sit in jail literally 18 hours because it takes forever for anything to happen. I got my bail posted from some friends and I appreciate them to this day for that. Otherwise I probably would have been in there forever. Had to pay like about $700 in fines for all the tickets and all this crap and uh yeah all because i was defending somebody and not minding my own business so that is a lesson and that is why i don't care about your struggles and your problems because if you make your struggles and my problem and your problems my struggle and my problem what's that did was it really worth it i got enough of my own man i got my own journey it's like a lot of people are you know you don't understand my struggle? You don't understand where I came from. You don't understand what it's like to be me. Be you know be gay, be black, be white, be Asian, be Mexican, be what I, I don't know. You're right. I don't know what it's like. And while I respect you, and while you have my support, my limited support, you have my. I'm in your. I'm. I got pom poms and, and a little floppy dress on. I'm cheering for you. But I don't know what your struggle is, and I don't want to know, and I don't care. Okay? Do you want me to, do you care about my struggle? Do you care about what I'm going through right now? Do you really? I don't think you do. If you did, I'd have a million subscribers to Asai TV right now. If I do, instead of getting 1.3 thousand people listening to this, I'd have 20, 30, 40, 50 thousand being able to monetize this so I can make a better living for myself. If I, if you did care about my struggle, about my life, about my issues, about my work and my passions, if you really, truly cared about it, the Asai TV life on YouTube would get 40, 50,000 views every single freaking week. But you know what? My podcast does not. My YouTube show does not. My television network featuring household names and endless locations and travel destinations and cool shit everywhere does not. My band, One Night Buffalo, did we get a gold album? Did we get a platinum album? No, we didn't get shit. You know why? Because you don't care about my struggle. You don't care about my story. So why the F effing hell should I care about yours? I don't. I care about my kids. I care about my mom. I care about the people attached to my business and a few personal friends, and that is it. I did care for everyone. I gave you everything I got. If you all had television networks, guess what? If I know you personally, I would have subscribed. And no, I'm not bitter about this because I'm still working through it. I'm still figuring things out. But I think that's the problem with modern society is we all think that we're so goddamn important. We all think that we're mega superstars. We all have our social media soapbox. And you know what? Not many of us deserve it. I am working on deserving it. And I think at this point, after a decade of doing it, after 30 years in the entertainment business, damn it, I think I'm pretty freaking confident that I have deserved it at this point. Once you make a living doing something, that's when you deserve it. If you're just someone with a big mouth and you got to stick your nose on something and attach yourself to every little thing that's going on, guess what? You don't deserve it. You're just a person. Go back to freaking Wendy's and drop the fries. Don't burn them. Make a baked potato with extra cheese and shut your stupid mouth. And I'm not even yelling. I'm actually in a very good mood today. But I'm watching war on fucking TV in 2022. War. Bombs. Tanks. And that's stupid. It is. It's just downright stupid. I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of, I'm not meant for this day and age. I'm not. I need to be, I need to exist. I hope there is a reincarnation. I really do. I hope that's a thing. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure it's not. But I really hope that's a thing because I want to be reincarnated in 250 years. Just to see if we're idiocracy or if we finally figured this thing out. Are we going to be the dumbest species? Are we going to even exist? Are we? I mean, it just makes no, it, there's no way of telling at this point. Yeah, we're really at a crossroads in, in uh, society and humanity. Ah, the Venus Project. That's what we could be. Look up Jacques Fresh. Um, Did I say his name right? I always say his name wrong. Jacques Freshka and uh, the, the Venus Project. That's what life should be, man. Just communities helping each other. Being creative. Letting technology lead the way in positive formats. But instead, we're just... You know, selfie-taking war culture, it's embarrassing to be alive right now. It wasn't always like this, too. Yes, the war culture thing was always prevalent. You know, United States, I mean, bombs in the air is freaking in our national anthem. national anthem is literally about war. Come on. Before football games, you see fighter jets taking off overhead. It's cool. It is. It's cool, man. Every video game is shooting people, killing people, but dropping bombs on people. War strategies. War. 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 Shoot. 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 Bomb. 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 That's what we are right now. I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping. I, I in a hundred years that it's not that. I, I really truly feel like we're being tested by aliens. Here's my conspiracies. I I believe there's a council of aliens out there. I think South Park did a episode about this. South Park did an episode about everything, but they're judging us. They're, they're critiquing us and they're testing us and we continuously fail. Would you want, like, let's say you're having like this really wonderful party just high-class people. Not just, like, rich people, but just high-class people. We all have decorum. We all get along. We're all having these positive conversations. The food is good. The drinks are top-notch. Everything's next level. The, everyone's just beautiful in their own way. Smiles on everyone's faces. And then, you're, you know, someone knocks on the door. Sound Sound effect. Someone knocks on the door and it's some drunken hillbilly with a Trump 2024 shirt on and a let's go Brandon hat (laughs) and a you know a six pack of some four dollar beer. Let's party smoking a joint. Are you gonna let him in? (laughs) I'm not. So you tell them to go away. Somebody else knocks on the door. It's a radical, fanatical, right-wing, woke warrior who's just throwing conspiracies and their opinions at you immediately as soon as you open the door. I know that I... Know. Are you going to let them in? No. <laughs> no. No, you're not. Uh, Then you shut the door. Wow, it's a busy day today. You open the door again. Maybe we'll get lucky this time. We could add a new voice and a new character and a new personality to this collective conversation that we're having. We could come up with a cure for cancer and autism and diabetes, and we could fix this just through this conversation. Then you sneeze, covering your mouth, of course. Then you open the door. And there's a person in a white button-up shirt with black slacks, beautifully nice hair, holding a Bible, talking about all the benefits that you can have from con- to convert to Christianity, being a Jesus freak, giving your life to Jesus first, then family, then career. <laughs> that was me slamming the door before they could even say anything. Bye. Man, you know, I have, like, eau d'oeuvres in the oven right now. I cannot let them sit in there. Okay. Coming. You open the door again. You don't even have to open the door because you can hear the bass thumping from the outside. (laughs) Wow, that's really what it sounds like, too. And you open the door. And somebody starts mumbling at you in auto-tune. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I'm okay. And they smell like weed and it's just... No. Go away. Pull up your pants and go away. Son of a bitch. Hauderves have officially burnt. You prick. Pigs in a blanket. Everybody loves those. Now I have to start from scratch. I make them myself. I made the dough. Whole batch of them ruined. See you're bringing me down I was having a great party All these people are amazing here You open the door And there's just somebody there Smiling Hey how you going And you're waiting Because you just had so many people You had to turn away Because you got this wonderful party And it's just a nice guy Hey what's up man And you almost want to question them to see what's wrong. Like, okay, there's got to be something wrong. All these other douchebags just came and went. What's wrong with you? And and you you find out nothing's wrong. We need to be that guy. We need to be that guy. And then the aliens will let us into the Grand Federation collection of planets. Why do we have to suck so bad at everything? Why is there a war at 2022? Why? It makes no freaking sense. Why do we all hate each other? Why are we allowing ourselves to be broken down into different little factions that hate each other? I'm guilty of it too, but my problem is I think I hate everybody. I hate everybody who's loud, radical, and fanatical. If that's you, I don't like you. Go away. Turn off my podcast. Get rid of a side TV. Just go away. So who's my demographic? It's like the smallest demographic ever, and it's all these people at this party. Better yet, no, if you are in a loud, radical, fanatical type, do get a Psy TV. I want to take your money. I do. Just give me your money. Just give me your money. That's all you're really good for. You're, you're a pawn in this game. I'll do good things with that money for good people. Anyways, I'm sure I've pissed everybody off at this point. <laughs> That's fine. That is fine. This is my therapy, okay? I don't want to spend thousands of dollars on a therapist. I just want to talk to you. If you want to listen... Fantastic So anyways, we're at the hour mark I'm actually six seconds away from an hour So get Asai TV on Roku, Apple TV Amazon Fire Stick or at AsaiTV.com Watch the Asai TV Life on YouTube Don't forget to subscribe to that channel It's free as well I got a bunch of books coming out uh, Go There Eat That, Road so- road Stories and Recommendations uh, A couple of the kids books It's I'm writing another one right now Called Why, With- Why the 80s Were Awesome Awful and, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. The super ultra mega con is still going on June 18th, and 19th, even though I have a ton of work to do on that. And I just talked for an hour straight about how stupid war is, how stupid society is and how stupid I am, how stupid you are. And, um, yeah, I hope I made you think just a little bit. Talk to you next week.